Welcome to The Corporate Middle, your survival guide for corporate insanity. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Donald Metter. Today, I'm going to talk about something that is, well, fraught with consequences. How to disagree with your boss. There are so many landmines in this situation. It is imperative that you do it the right way. You understand what needs to happen when you need to disagree with your boss. I'm going to give you three tips that are going to help you when you're faced with this situation. I should warn you, though, it's probably not going to work. No matter how you frame your argument, there's a good chance the decision that you're trying to fight has already been made. Most of the decisions you hear about are already made by the time you actually hear about it. And it's almost impossible to change someone's mind. A classic 1956 study in the Journal of Abnormal and Social Psychology showed that once we make a decision, we start to like it more and dislike all the other alternatives. Once we form an opinion, we hold on to it and don't let go despite any evidence to the contrary. I think you already know this if you look at any Facebook comment threads or anything on Twitter. Once people have an opinion, they don't change it. It's almost impossible. It doesn't matter what facts are actually presented. You know this instinctively, yet we want to think people are going to be swayed by the logic we present. I understand that. You need to disagree. You need to make sure your opinion's out there. That's why it is so important you do it the right way. So here's a few tips that are going to help you. Number one, never do it in front of other people. This is so important. Do not disagree with your boss in front of the team or in front of anyone else for that matter. You need to make sure it is done in a one-on-one situation. If you disagree in front of a group, it will be taken as a challenge. It just will. And what are they going to do? Your boss is going to fight back. They're going to make sure there's no insubordination. They're just going to make sure there's no challenge to their authority. It's going to go badly. I remember sitting on a conference call with my executive director, and she was explaining that managers, in some cases, were going to report directly to an executive director instead of to a director. One of the managers spoke up and said, you know what, this doesn't make sense. We should just be promoted immediately to directors. That's what our role is, and I don't think we should be reporting to any executive directors. There was was a pause on the call, just some dead air as we all sat and waited for our boss to answer. And she said, well, if you want to work for a director, I can make that happen. Sure enough, less than two weeks later, that manager was gone. He had been moved to another director in another part of the company and never heard from again. Was he wrong in his statement? Perhaps not, but he constructed his argument poorly. He did it in front of a group of people, and so it was taken as a challenge. Even if your boss is an incredible person and they don't take it as a challenge, it's, it's not worth it. There are too many potential consequences. Never disagree in front of other people. Number two, you need to validate their point of view. This is a tough one. 
The first time you hear a decision or you hear about a new project, you're going to have a knee-jerk reaction. This is this is ridiculous. This is dumb. I don't understand why we're doing this. And that's what you want to say. And <laughs> Sometimes that's what people do say. You blurt that out. You can't do that. Do not give in to that. Do not give in to your base instinct to say this is ridiculous. You need to validate why this decision was made. You need to validate where this is coming from. People are not completely irrational. There is a benefit somewhere, even if you don't agree with it. Find it. You have to find that thread. Understand the reason the decision was made. Find the group or team that is benefiting from this. Make sure you point that out in your counter-argument. You want to prove that you're actually thinking about this, that you're understanding it. We had a change come down one time that completely upended the way that we actually did time reporting. We had to go into this system and report every hour, and it was just it was extremely annoying. Nobody liked it. Everybody hated it. I, I really didn't want to communicate it to my team on what we were doing. I thought it was dumb. I thought there was no reason we needed to do this. But I understood why. And so when I went into my boss to disagree with this decision, what I did was I pointed out where the value was. I validated the point of view. I said, I can see why this has value. I can see why we're doing this. This is going to provide more controls of where our time is being spent and more visibility into what we're doing. It makes sense. Even though I didn't agree with it, I could see the value in it. Make sure you're doing that when you construct a counter-argument. You need to validate and point out the value in that decision. I promise it's there. There's always something. There is a reason why a decision was made, even if you don't disagree with it. Make sure you understand it and you point it out in your counter-argument. You begin with that. That's what you're going to lead with. Number three, you're going to come in with an alternative solution. This is something I did not understand as a new manager. I came across this situation I didn't know how to handle. I was dealing with a project that was having all these kinds of issues and things like that. And so I went to my manager for advice. I called her up and said, hey, I don't know what to do here. What, what, what's the right way to proceed here? And she said, well, what do you want to do? Um, I just I kind of sat there and didn't say anything because I didn't know. I mean, that was the very reason I was giving her a call. <laughs> so that's what I said. I said, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what I need to do next. And she said, well, when you figure it out, let me know and I'll support you. That was the end of the conversation. Not the best coaching call. However, I did get something of value out of it. I understood my boss doesn't really want my problems. That's what I'm paid for, is to take care of the problems. They want solutions. Your boss does not need any more problems or any more complaints. You need to come into the meeting with an alternative solution. Don't walk in with just complaints about how bad something is. Give them something else to actually make a decision on. Hey, I know that new timekeeping process is going to be a pain. Potentially, here's another way we could get the same value. See, you can't do this if you don't understand point number two. If you can't validate, if you can't understand a reason a decision was made, then you can't do number three. You can't come in with an alternative 
solution that's going to provide the same or similar value. And that's what you have to do. That is what's so important to make sure you give them something to decide on. If you just walk in and say, hey, this is bad, that's not going to do anything because they have nothing to make a decision on. You have to make sure you give them something to think about. Give them a decision to make. Here is an alternative. So there's the three tips to get you started on how to disagree with your boss effectively. One, never do it in front of other people. Make sure it's a one-on-one meeting. Number two, validate their point of view. Understand the benefits of this decision. Understand why it's being made. And number three, come in with an alternative solution. Give them something to decide. Give them an alternative. There's one more thing you need to understand. Another important point to keep in mind that honestly, is just as important as the three tips I've given you. And that is, you've got one chance at this. One rebuttal. I call this the one rebuttal rule. That's it. You get one shot. Then you have to move on. Construct an argument. Make your point. You're going to know pretty much immediately if the leader agrees with you or not. Your concerns are heard. You took your chance get out, move on. If you don't get a positive confirmation, stop talking immediately. I've seen it happen where people continually try to persuade. They continually try to change someone's mind. It's it's not going to work. You've got one shot and you need to move on. <laughs> I promise there's nothing more irritating as a boss to set a direction or have a decision made and then have it continually questioned over and over again. If you do that, enjoy the bottom of the stack ranking because that's exactly where you need to be. Say your piece, be done with it, move on. If they don't agree, hey, it's over. You lost, the decision made, it's done. As I indicated at the beginning, the odds are really small. (laughs) This is gonna work anyway, that's okay. Most decisions are already made by the time that you hear. It's okay to disagree with your boss. In fact, it's actually good. You want to do it occasionally to have a constructive, candid relationship. You just want to make sure to do it the right way so you don't end up on the wrong end of a reorganization. Build the relationship with your boss instead of just being combative. Don't fight every decision. Make sure you understand the value. Sometimes you're going to find out when you validate the decision, it actually is not that bad when you sit back and think about it. And that's okay. What you don't want to be is combative and make sure you're coming in with the right mindset. Thanks for listening today. If you have any topics you'd like me to cover, head on over to thecorporatemiddle.com. Enjoy the rest of your week and good luck with your boss. But remember, the reward for good work is just more work.